Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. And this is JC bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning. Wake up. Extra. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, But wake up. Here is... Do you guys ever struggle with waking up in the morning? This newsflash, this may be a consumerism tip, but a very helpful one. So beware. If you have difficulty waking up in the morning, two tips. I have Wednesday morning tips for you. Cold water and peppermint oil. Those sound familiar, right? So let's go with the peppermint oil first. If you are an essential oils person, or if you've never tried it before and you're like, hmm, wonder what this is about, peppermint oil is a really great product to use. One, uh, it helps for its soothing qualities. It helps you to wake up in the morning, and it also has properties to relieve tension. Uh, Of course, essential oils, like other supplements, are not Uh, regulated and approved by the FDA. Uh, But just because they're not approved by the FDA does not mean that their properties or their values don't, aren't, you know, that they aren't quality or a value. Um, I guess it's just not enough research out there to say, oh, we approve this message or whatever. So anyways, but I approve peppermint oil. (laughs) Not that that matters, right? Um, But tips on how to wake up in the morning. So peppermint oil is a very strong oil. I recommend that if you are a first timer and using uh, peppermint oil, uh, wear gloves. Uh, It's such a powerful oil uh, that, you know, if you get a little bit on your fingertips and like rub your eye or something, it can cause serious irritation. Um, But the sheer with like if you were to like gently um wave the bottle around just right under your nose it would instantly wake you up now you can also dab a little bit on your fingertips and dilute it with a little bit of uh, warm water dilute it uh dilute a couple drops of oil and warm water rub it on your fingertips and rub it on your temples the top of your forehead the back of your neck maybe even sometimes the front part of your neck um, and any area with stiff or sore muscles and they wake you up. I kid you not. You can drop a couple of drops in your, um, in like a little clear container bottle. You know, you can go to the store and pick up those little travel bottles for a dollar. You can fill those up with water and you can drop maybe anywhere from two to four drops of essential oil in that bottle. Spray it on the wall of your shower before you step in in the morning. Don't do it at night. It'll wake you up. But in the morning, and guess what? Wham! You'll wake up as you're taking your shower. A couple other things uh, for peppermint oil. You can burn them as essential oils in your home uh, with, a again, a few drops of water and the proper burner. So peppermint oil does wonders to wake you up, to soothe you, and to relax tense or sore muscles. Great for stress relief too. Now on to my second tip, 
cold water. If you ever take a hot shower in the morning, you can finish off your shower with a cold one. Not that that sounds attractive by any means, but with it being so hot out, by rinsing off with cold water before you step out of the shower, it seals off your pores. So that heat that you feel when you're drying off and you start sweating and you just can't get your body dry from your towel, well, it's because your pores are still open and the heat and humidity is there exchanging with one another areas of high concentration areas of low concentration okay physics i hear you um so if you want to get rid of that feeling rinse off with cold water also splashing your face with cold water will also do the trick these are just little tips to help you wake up in the morning one costs zero dollars and the other one can cost anywhere from $5.99 to $12.99 in your local natural food store Okay, another news. And again, that wasn't a consumerism tip. It was just a wake up morning tip. I'm not being paid by any peppermint oil supply supplement organization to steer you in that direction. And that's my total disclaimer. Thanks, guys. I knew you'd appreciate that. Now, jumping right in. Uh, hey, good people. How y'all been doing since last week? Um, new here, listening for the first time. Welcome and thank you. I hope you discover more about the midweek muscle this week as you're listening. As for the rest of y'all, y'all know what page we be on. I don't know why it is every time I get ready to talk or prepare to talk for this podcast, it seems like a frog jumps in my throat. And then I have this like crazy, scratchy coffee situation, coughing situation. And it really bothers me. You want to know what else bothers me? Home ownership is a scam. Please, big time people who could possibly come and get me, please don't come get me. But everything in your home is always in constant need of fixing. Like something in this mug is always broke or about to break or bending in ways that you've never seen it before. And and things start popping up from places like I didn't even know that was there. I am kind of over the home fixer upper, like that's not my lane. And so it's just like, man, where's a good handy person when you need them that's not trying to like hit on you and push them, make the moves and throw in one of those little side comments or side remarks like, well, where's your family at? Like, no, don't come over this way. So (laughs) y'all are starting to understand my plight. So again, okay, enough with the ranting piece because y'all know I don't believe in doing that so early in the morning before you get your day started. But whatever, it was just a fun little comical thing. But truth is said in jokes, I'm for real. Something is always broken this mug. But anyway, moving on. Since last week, what has happened? Um, You know what? Uh, Prime day just finished up. Did it take all your money? I resisted. I stayed off of, uh, I stayed off of social media for the most part during prime day because I knew I would be enticed to look and I knew I would convince myself that I needed something. I even got weak last night and started scrolling and started adding stuff to the cart 
but then something happened and I got busy. Maybe I was prepping for uh, the midweek muscle. I think that's what it was. And I was running out of time on both. And I said, ah, to heck with it. I don't want to make a hasty purchase. And so I just shut it down. I shut down the app and I'm glad I did. But there were some really good deals out there. Did y'all take advantage? Because prices were slashed left and right. Speaking of prices slashed left and right, that ring doorbell kit. Y'all hear me talking about home fixer upper and I'm trying to get myself more projects. That ring doorbell kit is usually what, like $200 and it was going for like $130. So it's uh, pretty decent. And that was the whole installation kit. And I was like, dang, I was really tempted y'all, but I didn't. Um, let's see here. Uh, I, uh, it's whatever to me, but Sophie, Sophie Ritchie, I guess Lionel Ritchie, one of his daughters, uh posing naked on this wonderful beach okay um what else has happened since last week wednesday ice raids from the federal government um if you haven't heard uh the federal government is seeking out undocumented immigrants and forcing them um to either one of the uh the centers where uh at the border where, you know, there's some very vile things happening um, or they're trying to quickly escort them out the country. Social media, like murders. I mean, I know this isn't necessarily a new phenomenon necessarily, but um, there, there's like people who are passing away or dying and people out there who are posting the how they died and all of the terrible graphics on social media and then a host of political stuff that has happened and on and on and on y'all aren't you tired of constantly being on and i'm doing air quotes here on without being filled up like that's a problem it's a problem to me because we are living in a place or a part of life where we are constantly filled with news. There is news coming from every angle, every which way, from every entity you could possibly think of, including myself, you know, if I really put myself in that category. Um, and is the news that you're hearing or receiving helping you through your day? Or is it just adding just stuff? And so I feel like we're constantly on this cycle of being on. Whereas, you know, at one point in time in our human existence, people could go to work and leave work there and carry a little stress home. People could go to school and leave school there, but maybe carry like homework and a little bit of the stress home. People could have social issues or drama at home, uh, but they wouldn't necessarily be constantly reminded until they went home. Um, they would have breaks in their day of the things that they didn't really want to deal with. Now anymore is always in your face. And I just, I, I do not like the fact that we're always on, but not necessarily always being filled up with the right things. And so when I think about like even uh, people posting the murders on social media, I mean, to hear of like death is devastating. 
uh, it's maddening to me, actually. Um, and I feel bad when I hear about that kind of news. But I feel even more pained when it's news around destruction. And I don't know if y'all have turned on local news wherever you are lately, but the headliners are always somebody died, somebody died in a car accident, or there's traffic problems in your area. There is highlighting every single problem. I rarely turn on the news anymore to find good news. Like I have to search for our good news. And, and that, that should give you a highlight of what, what we're up against. And I'm sorry, y'all, I, I like celebrity news because it's entertaining, but um, I don't really care that a rich socialite poses naked. Not for me. It's like, okay, moving on. And, and when I think about Politico, it really just does me in. And so, you know, that's basically all of our headliners. I guess that's why I always make commentary on sports news, because you get a little bit of celebrity news. You get a little bit of, um, of, of negative news, but you get a whole lot of positive news in the world of sports. I don't know. That's why I guess I like it, but whatever. Um, but you know, it's not like I'm overly optimistic. I like, I am optimistic, excuse me, not overly optimistic, but optimistic, but I'm also a realist. I do believe in the power of positivity, but also being in the now and in the moment, you, you know, you can't be so positive that you're not facing your reality. Um, and being negative, it, being overly positive has the same equivalence to being just purely negative. Um, and so for me, I really try to balance the two. And so I understand that uh, great days are great without they great days aren't great without the the realization of bad days, if you will. Um, just like great news isn't so great without quote unquote bad news. And and sometimes you heard me, I like I had to not even go near social media. Sometimes I have to unplug. And sometimes it's a little bit longer than two days. Um, and here's the irony, right? Because I'm posting uh, through the podcast every week. And this can be quite interesting as it pertains, you know, to unplugging and are you really unplugged? So the answer truly would be no. Uh, but I'm mindful of the ways and how I'm spending my time with this inner. In this internet and social media of things. Um, but as I mentioned many times throughout the episodes of the podcast before, unplugging is a crucial step to resting and unplugging. Uh, and this can be literal or figurative, but resting is essential to being productive or even better in my case, just feeling good from being well-rested not being bogged down from what you see and are comparing yourself to all the time. So uh, yesterday, uh, again, in the summer series of learning and being in education and, and, and being in the, I'm not in, I'm in the educator space for what I do for work uh, because I use my voice to talk all the time. Um, But I'm also in education in my studies. And so I've been 
receiving a lot of cert- certifications and and attending conferences over the last uh, four to five weeks. And it's been it's been incredible, but it's been like mind blowing out of some of the stuff I've been learning. So I'll share a few things because yesterday I sat in um, uh, a little intimate training session uh, and out we were with a doctor uh, psychology therapy and, uh, I can't remember the other title and I'm not doing him justice. I'm so sorry. And he was going over a lot of research that explains a few things about what we do here at the midweek muscle. So, and I wanted to share those with you because it actually put a very big smile on my face. So first I'll start first. Did you know by simply listening to this podcast, especially if you find yourself stimulated by the weekly episodes that you, yes, you driving right now, being safe with your seatbelt on and driving the speed limit. Yes, you (laughs) and everyone who's not doing those things. Right. Uh, But I always preach safety first. Um, uh, You're participating in a form of what they call psycho spiritual education and that psycho-spiritual education, that's the fancy word, can be effective or even more effective than merely going to a counselor. What? So since mental illness in our society is a number one issue, uh, or as the doctor put it yesterday, um, We have even a bigger issue with mental and emotional distress in our society than actual mental illness. Um, uh, So, you know, obviously he's credible to say that I'm not. He went on to say that by participating in psycho-spiritual education, it is considered what they call lay care, lay person care which can be effective or just as effective or even more effective than sitting with a counselor. And if that is you who understands and you are appreciative of the midweek muscle from week to week, you you guys have found yourself in, in a really great place. Now, disclaimer, I am not a licensed professional. Absolutely not. Am I working towards being a certified licensed professional in some degree? Yes, but I don't have that title yet. Um, And so therefore, there is some credibility with what I'm saying, but it's because I am learning it through the sources who have the credibility. Make sense? Cool. Second disclaimer, I am a lay person. And any, and most people that work with me in this production are lay people. Um, it doesn't mean again, that they're not credible, um, in, in regards to what they're, what they've learned or who, or what entity they've learned it from, but essentially in their own rights, they are not licensed to handle any single person in a caseload. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. Just clear in the air. So the midweek muscle could, in a sense, be a form of lay care, uh, which lends itself to the psycho-spiritual education that I just spoke of. Well, how about that? Pretty cool. And then the second learning is that the midweek muscle is the act of offering perspective of this new word that I learned called 
entrainment versus entertainment. So let me break this down just very quickly before we get into anything else. And then I'll have to hurry up. Entrainment literally means harmony between the head and the heart. Because when we are passive in behavior or bitter in mindset, the messages from your heart flood your brain and two things exist, frustration and discord. Those two things alone send mixed messages to your head and you end up operating out of sync. Hmm, sound familiar? Yeah, I want to chase the passions that I love, but I also know that I have responsibilities and I just don't know how I'm going to do the two, right? Discord, and it leaves you frustrated and it leaves you just out of sync. And now I start taking that frustration into important places like my workplace, like my family place, like all my, all of my circles, right? And I begin to retreat. So I'm like, wow, I'm actually getting language to what I'm doing here. I love it. Um, and this is deep for me because passions flood the mind and we can end up making permanent decisions off of temporary feelings. Or if you are very disciplined, here's another alternative of what can happen. We can end up manifesting our actions in in the face of false self-limiting thoughts about ourselves. So though those temporary emotions uh, create a mindset that is cyclical, that is pessimistic and uh, critical, uh, then we wonder why we can't break the cycle on our own. So let me say that again, because it's early and I think we need that breakdown. Again, we can end up manifesting our own act in our own actions from a temporary false belief of a self-limiting thought. So maybe you had a presentation and it didn't go as well. And so you feel like, oh, I'm such a dummy. Or you got a test back and you thought you aced it, but you got a C on it. And you're like, oh, I got the easy questions wrong. I'm so stupid. But when you tell yourself those things in that temporary flash, you begin manifesting in that realm of, oh, I'm so stupid. Or, oh, I can't do this. And then the cycle begins to grow. Does that make sense? I hope it does. And if not, I'd be more than happy to go over this again. Um, but moving forward, I want you guys to, if nothing else, understand that the head and the heart are incredibly powerful and they belong to you, which means what? You are powerful too. So if I leave you with anything this week, it's this question or thought right here. Why do people stop looking for the thing that they are looking for? And some may say it's because I can't find it. Maybe I gave up. Maybe I couldn't remember. Or I just changed my mind. For whatever reason, there's many reasons why people stop looking for the things that they're looking for. But here's what I'll say. I'll say lightly, and this is in my opinion. People stop looking for the things that they're looking for because they stop looking once they find it. You're like, well, Jonelle, duh. But I want you to really think about it. Just think about it. They stop looking once they find it. 
And that might sound goofy or loopy and weird, but check this out. Once I acquire the thing that I'm looking for, might I get complacent? Might I think I'm successful at it and my confidence overgrows so I I become overly confident? Might I grow tired and weary? See, studies find that there is something called conflicting motivations as the root of why anybody stops anything. And there's a passion, like we may equally have a passion to go, but we may equally have a passion or a threat that it ha- has us in a place where we're ready to stop. Um, and this can be brought on by a series of things, which can include trauma uh, or the assumption of fear from some place. So check this out. Uh, there was a study done on people who started up uh, who were obese and uh, were given gym memberships for free by their insurance companies. And it turns out, fast forward through the study a little bit, it turns out what they found were the people who were losing the most weight, the biggest losers, the people who were the most successful in the program, they dropped out. Why? Because there was a fear that there would be a social or sexual expectation associated with their newfound weight loss. What triggered them to be ready to stop? Their trauma. What also caused them to stop? The lack of support. So I think it's important to understand how past experiences and lack of support can always have us in a place where We're ready to go on something, but we just hit the brake to stop. Um, And so that could be one way we stop looking once we're in the space of, I found what it is I'm looking for and I'm ready to go, but, and you stop, right? The adverse of that question could be, I keep looking once I find it. Therefore, I could lose sight of why I even started in the first place. I could grow weary or uh, unrested because I keep looking for things that seem quote unquote better. I could be disappointed because once I'm in the trenches of the thing that I said I wanted to do, it's not as attractive as I thought it would be on paper. So again, those are two reasons why I think, in my opinion, why people stop looking for the things that they're looking for. And if you find yourself in a place this morning having conflicting motivations, please remember these things. Remember to breathe. Remember to consult unbiased and objective feedback from someone who you feel is responsible and that you can trust in the area in which you're trying to go. And maybe you don't know them. It doesn't mean that you can't access them for their opinion. And lastly, ask for support. You can get there. I promise you, you can one step at a time. We just need to be mindful that these barriers exist. And those barriers, unless they're trauma induced, came from nowhere else except you, which is why the support to keep you grounded is crucial. The, 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 The support to keep you rested is crucial. The support to understand that we are powerful beyond our measure, that is almost an understatement when you think about how the head and the heart works in tandem and how grossly they can work in discord. Networks, friends and family, mentors, or licensed professionals 
keep you focused and searching for the very thing that you set your eyes on in the first place. They also can keep you closely connected to if you need to pivot from the thing that you are searching for, if it happens to be destructive instead of productive. And as a byproduct of all of this, growth, change, and uh, and a new realization ends up manifesting itself. So I tell you good people, being powerful beyond measure, like I said, is an understatement, but it's also a tool that we use to com- propel ourselves into newness or even just something that you never even thought you were capable of. This is what we aim to offer every single week at the Midweek Muscle. And as always, we hope that you if not everything can take away one little nugget that will help you power through your week because you ultimately help us power through ours. And for that, we sincerely thank you. So let's go out there. Let's be safe in all of our endeavors. Let's try to be productive in the things that we do. But at most, let's realize that at any given moment, we can have our foot on the gas and our foot on the brakes all at the same time with the things that we're trying to look for, which is why I say stay close to the reason why you're looking for it and stay close to people who will help either keep you connected to it or help you pivot in the directions you need to go to find it. For that, we thank you and we love you and let's have a great week. Until next week, peace, love, and productivity, always. Let's go.